How are we doing today, Ethan? We're doing well. Yeah. Another week, another podcast. I, true. I mean, we, we've been slacking, but last week and this week, we're, we're back on the grind. Bro, it's something I'm looking forward to throughout the week. You yeah. Know? I go, oh, two more days to podcast day. <laughs> this is not true. This was something that I, I, dis- I remembered yesterday. I like booked this room for yeah. us to, to record. It was the very last second. I don't, I don't think the last week's episode has been edited or uploaded yet, so we've also got to do that. Yeah, that's true. We're going to be a couple weeks behind, but yeah. you know, eventually you, you'll heal. Whoa. The, the <laughs> inst- <laughs> let's, let's start again. Listen to these idiots. How's it going today, Ethan? Bro, it is going so well. Yeah? Yeah. Tell, tell me about it. Oh, we're in the studio again. Oh, My mind... Uh, reflects on on our lovely listeners at home. No, I mean, where else would you rather be Nowhere. on a Friday morning than the dedicated Auto Talk studio? This is true. <laughs> I mean, like doing my job and earning money. Oh, could not be, be me. That would be great. You know, no, not, absolutely not. Not having to do this this podcast that you know has no benefit for us, except it's really fun. No, it's, it's a good time. We we enjoy it. True, and you know we've made we've made wonderful friends as we've done this. Yeah, such auto, as Auto the AI Beyond Auto. That is, that's probably it. Yeah, uh, everyone fair. we've brought, we've known. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you think we could do that for an episode? Like, we're just on campus, we grab somebody, hey, do you have like an hour and a half? That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Just a random stranger or bring we, them we in. Could, we could just like start doing that. Absolutely. That, that'd be kind of fun, actually. And then, you know, it would give us some more, some more listenership, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's, that's how we grow, grow our audience. They, Literally one episode at a time. We get one new person. They're, they're friends, their families. Yeah. You know, they'll all be listening to that episode. It's where we, we send them the link and say, hey, g- g- let, let your loved ones have a listen. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Well, we will have to get on that. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a decent idea. Well, what have you been up to this week, Mason? This week, not too, too much, you know. It's the classic, working, going to school, the works. Yeah? Oh, yeah. How's the new job going? Uh, it's been it's been going all right. It's it's not too bad. I, I'm asking for a little more hours because I got to pay for, like, school and rent and stuff. But, you know, it's been going good. I hate paying for school and rent and stuff. Well, I mean, I That also... is my least favorite <laughs> thing to do. I mean, true. Like, the worst feeling in the world is when you, like pay tuition and then like you check your bank account and then they like legitimately took your money they took like three thousand dollars away from me who who, who told them that was okay give it back (laughs) i'm I'm begging you true (laughs) well yeah no i'm in the same position bro i I gotta find something to do over the summer i gotta find like an internship yeah or i could come work at at your work with you. Hey, that would be a make, good time. Make some food, flip some burgers. Oh, Yasavis, brother. That's basically it, you know. I mean, I think you should experience a food service job at least once in your life. Yeah, this is true. I've I've actually never had a food service job. You know, I've I definitely had like high school jobs and stuff. But like I worked at a at a copy and print mm-hmm. shop, you know, I worked at like a a, a paper place, you know. Uh, you know. And then I've worked at a, a grocery store, but no, I've, n- I've never worked food service. It, it's an experience. You, uh, you change as a man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I should be trusted with a food handler's permit. Ooh. <laughs> I, I might make some wild decisions. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you'll be better than 95% of, of food service employees. No, I'm going to go like all Remy from Ratatouille. Just yeah. Like break Spicing into the kitchen, just like throw stuff in there that I want to do. <laughs> yeah. And then it will be the best thing yeah. that Leatherface has ever made. You get fired. <laughs> well, it's better than getting like killed as a mouse. True. So I would have a better end than Remy from Ratatouille. Yeah. Take that. And you honestly, rat bastard. It, 
in this day and age, it's all you can do is do better than Remy from Ratatouille. Have you seen like the people online that like like simp for Remy from Ratatouille? It's, no, it's a really weird community. <laughs> it's like it's like people that, that how how find... have you stumbled upon this? Well, like so, like I don't know. It's this weird community that is obsessed with Ratatouille, but specifically Remy. Yeah, and they think that he's got like all the charm and riz in the world, and then like there's people in this community that like made a like a TikTok musical about about Ratatouille. It, it was really really is, cringe. Is it mostly just like on TikTok? No, like I've seen it like in message boards or whatever Interesting. online. Interesting. Like, people go nuts for for Remy from Ratatouille. I mean, it it's a good movie, but sure. like uh. It's a little, little interesting, a little much. It is a little much. If if there was like a character from, well, no, let's let's ask this question. It, you know, what animated character or child program character do you just really obsess about, if any? Yeah, obsess about in what way? Um. Well, I think for a lot of like a lot simping? of these, a lot of these people, it's sexually for for <laughs> Remy the Rat. Oh, so no. <laughs> So let's let's ask who's the most attractive Disney some, princess? Some animated bat. We're starting with Disney princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, can we count the white-haired chick from uh, the Atlantis movies? Um, I mean, she's not like in princess canon for Disney princesses. I mean, she's like a Disney character. I think she's kind of like a princess. I don't know. Um, no, we're gonna keep it oh, to tough. the princesses. Okay, okay. When, what's your take first? My take. Well, I think you have to be very careful when talking about the Disney princesses. Yeah. Because canonically, like Snow White is like fifteen. Yeah, I think. they are all underage. So, um, I prefer uh, Rapunzel when whenever she turns eighteen. That's <laughs> <laughs> a big qualifier at the end of that. We're we're looking it up right now, actually. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about you? While I'm looking this up. Um. Oh man, I can't can't say I've given this a, a ton of thought in the past. I feel like Rap- Rapunzel's a fair answer. I think Tiana. Tiana's a good answer. Tiana actually is a pretty sweet princess. Yeah. I think that's my favorite princess movie. She, she can make you some 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 gumbo, some southern food. Are you kidding me? Okay. I have the answer. Yeah? Canonically, in the movie Tangled, she is 18 years old. Nice. She turns 19 at the end. And in some like animated TV show that they made on like Disney Channel or something, I don't know. She's 20. Yeah. So hey, my answer is Rapunzel. That that's that's you know fair. Yeah. I think I'll go with Tiana. Nice. Yeah. Well, as as long as it's not a rat, you know, I. Th- <laughs> but a literal animal. I I know a certain person though. I know a certain friend of mine, who I think probably would be sexually attracted to a rat. You care to elaborate? She's my girlfriend. <laughs> Welcome to Auto Talk. Welcome, welcome to Auto Talk Audio Listeners. My name is Ethan. And once again, I am Mason, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Auto Talk. To remind you of the little premise that we've got going on here, we are two friends that have little conversations every week with our friend Otto the AI. He gives us little prompts, and we respond to them with funny little goofy stories funny that little... make us, uh, you know, giggle. They're just kind of silly ha-ha. Yeah, so. some, some funny ha-has. Well, today we've put in a, a little work beforehand. We've kind of got an idea in mind. Today, we want to make a sort of tier list, a sort of ranking when it comes to phobias. And we've asked Otto to provide us with the kind of list that we're going to be working with. 
And, you know, just, just for, like, all of you at home, we're going to just have Otto give us the prompt. We're going to spare you the details of every single phobia on the list because yeah. we will be going through them. But this is what Otto asked us to do earlier today. So we're rewinding back in time. Give ratings for the following list of common phobias. Generating list. Thank you very much, Otto, for that clarification. That is our prompt today, and that's what we're gonna what we're gonna be going with. Absolutely. So I think I think the way that we're gonna do this, we talked about this a little bit beforehand. And sorry to take away, you know, the the magic of of this podcast. Otto usually does give us the prompts, he like does. right as we ask for them. It's true. But today, today we we wanted to do a tier list, and so we asked him beforehand so we could get the the little topics and send them to each other. Yeah. Um. So I think what we're gonna do is we're just going to go one by one through each of these fears that yeah. you have us, discuss them, um, like how reasonable they are maybe, mm-hmm. and then give them rankings based on maybe where they fit in our list of phobias. Yeah. Uh, so I, if we're if we're talking about how reasonable they are, do we want to do like scale of one to ten, like ten being the most reasonable, or, or what What are we thinking? Um, You know, we could do we could do ten most and one or zero least. So yeah. maybe we could give them like two scores, like a score to say, you know, I can see that, right? I can see why people would be afraid of blank thing. Like that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. In addition to a score where we each individually say, this is how, uh, you know, afraid I am on yeah. a scale of zero to 10 okay. of that thing. Okay, I'm down. Sense? Yeah. Cool. You want to start us off? Sure. Let me pull up this list that Anno has so graciously provided. And number one on the list is public speaking. Ethan, what do you think? So for me... I mean, like, I can see why people would be afraid of public speaking. Mm-hmm. I personally am not. So yeah. I I did, like, speech and debate in high school. I was very good on my speech and debate team, in fact. Um, so I did I did two events. You know, For those of you at home and probably for Mason as well that don't know very much about speech and debate, uh, it's very much structured like a track meet where there's different events that you that you do. You know, there's, like, impromptu speaking. And, you know, the premise of that one is they give you, um, you know, three topics, you know, three random topics, and you have seven minutes to write and give a five-ish minute speech about one of those things. Or sometimes they'll modify the rules and they'll say you have to make a speech about all three of those things and somehow weave them together. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's one example. That's impromptu. The one I did is called extemporaneous speaking, which is they'd give me three like current event questions it, it was usually like you know how how might um you know how might the the results of the 2016 presidential election like bolster the the aspirations of house republicans or something like that right mm-hmm. things things like that War, current events world news things like that and then you know as soon as you get your your list of three your time begins and you have 30 minutes and you must write a seven-minute speech answering one of those questions that has sources and citations. So you mm. have to give figures, and you have to say, you know, according to NBC News in, in May of 2021 or whatever, you know, yeah. this and this and this. But here's the deal. You can't use the Internet. So any sources you use have to be pre-saved. So a lot of effort goes into preparing yourself for that. Where just for... You just, for any any question, Anything. any situation, because you don't know what they're going to be. Yeah. So you, you're saving every single article that you can find, because as long as it's offline, right? If it's on your laptop, 
but you're not connected to the internet, you can use it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I did that throughout high school and a few other events, and I did really well. And my senior year, I qualified to go to the National Speech and Debate Tournament. Mm-hmm. So I went to Dallas and competed in the National Speech and Debate Tournament for extemporaneous speaking. So I love public speaking. Yeah. So personally, it does not affect me, but sure. I can see it. Yeah. What about you? I think, like, I'm not a particularly, like, experienced public speaker. I don't know that I'm particularly afraid of it. Yeah. Like, if I have something prepared to say, I don't know why why I would be, like, you know, afraid to, to go up and speak if it's something I've thought about, something I've written. Yeah. And, like, I think, like, like serving a mission, you're not afraid of going up to, like, talking people and, like, talking to people no. anymore. They just kind of takes uh, takes away any kind of embarrassment about that. So I'd say I'm not particularly afraid of it, but I can understand why people might be. People who are particularly shy or like not not super social, not outgoing in that aspect. That's fair. Yeah. So I guess we'll do our combined score of of how reasonable do we think it mm-hmm. is. And, and ten, then, ten is reasonable. Yeah, like very, ten, okay, okay. ten is most reasonable. I don't know. I feel like, you know, saying something, right, public speaking, and even if you say something stupid or make a fool of yourself, like your life isn't in any danger. Uh-huh. You know? So it, it can't be a 10. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but like I can see why that would be difficult for someone if they don't want to let people down or appear like stupid. Yeah. You know? I'm going to give it, I, I feel like six. I, I was thinking sense. something similar. I was thinking five or six. Okay. And then how much does this affect you? How How is how's the ranking for like how much it affects Same, us? Same. Z- like, zero to 10. Okay. Um. I'd say like three. Yeah. I'd say like a two, maybe a one. But yeah. Cool. Okay. Public speaking. Uh, Next one is crowded places. Take it away, Mason. Crowded places. That that makes me think like, I think that's generally not not a not a very normal or reasonable fear. Yeah. But also at the same time, I've I've heard stories of like, I know if it's like concerts or just like or like big public events where there's like a million people. Like people being like crushed to death in like situations like that, mm. which could be scary. Yeah, like the like crowd crushes. Yeah, bro. wasn't it like a? It was pretty recently, like maybe last year, at maybe a soccer game somewhere, and there was this big fence, and there were people that were trying to get into the game, and people thought that the fence was open, and so everyone in the back was like pushing, pushing, and there were people in the front, and they like all died. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. So like that makes sense, but like in in. Less extreme, yeah, less extreme cases, like I don't know, walking through a crowd. Yeah, like maybe maybe if you if you're at a Travis Scott concert, you you have reason no, to be yeah. worried. But yeah, that's like an, another bad example. Yeah, I was about to say good example. <laughs> yeah, not good. We we like fully support crowd crushes. <laughs> I'm 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 in fact a, a crowd crush advocate and a proponent. Yeah, crush that crowd. <laughs> Uh, and no. that, could, that could be a tagline for some kind of business we we create. Crush that crowd. <laughs> mm. It's a uh, like an insurance company that specifically deals with like <laughs> concert accidents. Yeah, you, they insure venues. <laughs> um, okay. How how are we feeling about crowded places? Um, I think on a scale of, I think I think for it's it's pretty unreasonable. Yeah. But like not like insane. I feel like I could give it like a three. I'm yeah. I'm gonna give it like a three as well. Yeah. For me personally, well, actually, okay. I get uncomfortable when there's too much going on, mm-hmm. but like, it doesn't spark like fear or anxiety in me. Yeah. So like, if I'm in a very crowded space and like I 
don't have my little bubble free. Like yeah. I, I won't be a happy camper. So I'll say, I'll say for me that's a three. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I'll say like a two for mm-hmm. me. That that just makes me think like, like not necessarily like crowd, but you ever been like, like it's just like hot outside, or just mm-hmm. you're just like hot in general when you don't want to be hot. Like you're wearing too much clothes, or there's like a crowd or whatever. When that happens to me, I just get pissed, bro. Yeah. Just when I'm just like like starting like sweating for for no reason, some weird situation. No, honestly, like you can't take off anymore, you know. Yeah. You you seen that like the video of Lightning McQueen talking about taking off your skin? <laughs> no. Have, have you heard that video? I I don't believe so. I don't like the way my skin feels on my body. Do you like the way your skin feels on your body? You don't. <laughs> Why don't you pull it off? Pull off your skin. <laughs> <laughs> Where and did this come from? <laughs> the the audio quality, by the way, that is not the microphone. That's no. just what the video sounds like. <laughs> Bro, schizo posting <laughs> is one of my favorite bits on the internet. That's that's how I feel when I'm in a in a crowd or on a hot day. I just want to pull off my skin. I just want I just want to pull it off. That just, just reminds me it was like a like a medical diagram showing all like the the veins and blood vessels in the body, and it was captioned like this this uh, cable management is terrible. Pull them out. Pull them out. Pull them out. <laughs> Schizo posting. Uh, I, I saw a really sad image. This I I don't know if this is real or not. But, like, it, it was presumably an x-ray from an emergency room or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a man's head that had a knife embedded into it. Oh, yikes. And they said it was something about, like, a schizo trying to make the voices be quiet. <laughs> and it was very sad. It's terrible. Yeah. Have you ever seen the, those pictures on the internet? It's like, this is what uh, some, like, schizophrenic person or, or psycho- psychopathic person drew in, like, some, oh, yeah. some like, you know. Some like psych ward or like yeah, yeah. creep awful yeah. I feel like there there's another opportunity another day to talk more about schizophrenics, but like there were there were some really interesting ones that we ran into on my mission. Yeah, that left me feeling unsettled. Who 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 are you referring to specifically, or what what experience well, I don't know that you, is this? I don't know that you know any of them. There there was like this there was this homeless guy that got baptized in in Washington, and then had like biked across the country to Wisconsin. Are you talking about a guy in Kenosha? No, he was okay. no no no, he's in Madison. Okay. And this guy like lived at the what park. What was his name? I don't remember. But this guy lived at the park and he wanted to like meet with missionaries and one time me and Elder Nudson were walking down the street and he biked up to us and you know talked to us for a bit and we realized, oh yeah, this this guy's a member and he told us that he had just been baptized like a month before. Mhm. But then he's like, "Do you see that over there?" We're like, "What?" He's like, look, and he pointed at like nothing. We're like, well, well, what is it? He's like, there's there's demons and they're fighting each other and they're growling and baring their teeth at me. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay. Anyway, and then we like put down his information in area book because he didn't have an address. He was homeless. Yeah. And he told us, you know, tell them that I live by the tree behind the bridge. And so we wrote in area book, in address, the tree behind the bridge at <laughs> blank park or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, when they found him, they they went and talked to him a few times. Aww. I would not have. That no. would have been scary. No, I you you meet you meet characters like no, that. Seriously, I, that makes me think of this guy John. 
in, in yeah. Kenosha. I don't know if he was a member or not. I believe he was homeless, but he, he definitely had some kind of like mental mental issues going on. But he would hang out like around the church building in Kenosha. And like I think sometimes he would go to the English ward, but other times like we would be like at the family history center, like doing something, and then somebody knocks on like the glass door and we think, Oh, it's the elders or, or the Yermanas, we go to let him in and then it's just John there trying to get into the building. Oh. And then we just very quickly like close the door and just pretend that we didn't no see him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about Maverick in Milwaukee? I don't know that you did. Bro, I, I can't tell the full story on the cast because yeah. it is not a not a PG story. <laughs> okay. But this man uh one time me and other Haney were walking down the street and this like van pulled up next to us. Yeah. And he goes, are you guys Mormons? And we're like, yeah, uh, um, yeah I, yes. And he's like, I just want you to know that I believe everything that you believe. We're like, oh, oh that's, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Thanks. We're like, uh, how so? He's like, well, you know, I'm a psychic. And we're like, oh no. And he's like, and Joseph Smith was also a psychic. Uh, how 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 so? He's like because he knew that in order to get through the merge, everyone needed to have three spirits, and so he instituted polygamy so that he could create <laughs> beings with three spirits. And he's like, yes, every every man has two spirits, but women they only have one. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, and we're gonna like go to this alternate dimension, and like God is sending Jesus to hell and like a lot of stuff about the Jews and oh, no. the Milwaukee airport. It, I mean, it was nuts. <laughs> and then he left and we were very unsettled and we looked him up on Facebook and every probably half an hour still today, he posts on Facebook this nonsensical rant of uh, just nonsense, conspiracy theory and emojis. He uses a lot of emojis in place of words and he goes around Milwaukee and writes strange symbols <laughs> out of chalk on the ground. And twice, when I was in Milwaukee, we were just walking past the park and we go, it's, oh, it's Maverick. Like, he was here. <laughs> and when I went back to Milwaukee with my mother and we went to a park, we saw the signs of Maverick. <laughs> and I said, no, please. I'll have to show you some of his posts after. Well, like, I, I know a, a Facebook group that you <laughs> that he might enjoy that you made. That, I mean, he was the inspiration behind that. <laughs> it, th- it was it, 100% the inspiration. <laughs> T- tell the listeners at home about our group. Oh, so our page. it was a it's page. A page it's, yeah. a, it's a page on Facebook that, that we devised where it just automatically, like throughout the day, it just makes these schizo posts. So basically what it did, I, I wrote like this application with Python where like it web scrapes various Wikipedia articles, like random ones. Yeah. And it throws like a couple of sentences together from each one. All caps. All caps. About uh, a bunch of spelling mistakes. Yeah, that, that was my favorite part that it, like yeah. it randomly puts in common spelling mistakes. Like the key is most close to a key. Like if there's an R, it has a you know, a certain percent chance of getting changed to a T or something because it's right next to it, you know. And all caps, no punctuation, (laughs) and it posts it automatically once every hour. Yeah. And I haven't touched it for months, and it has posted every single hour for, like, the last four months. Yeah. What's it called? Like, it's all a lie? It's all a lie, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Meant to be, like, a conspiracy page. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good one. The, like the cover image is like a tattered American flag. Yeah. And the like the profile picture is like some abandoned building. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just trying to look for for something that looks pretty schizo. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, bro, one one of my favorite experiences on on the mission 
is like calling random numbers in area book and then you and then like some hebrew israelite guy picks up and starts talking to you did you ever have that happen i uh, i mean i definitely met a lot of them on the street and i met several of them on facebook dms yeah but but not really via area book calling oh man i i remember once just like calling call it was like a woman's name it was like maria and we call and it says guy and he just starts spouting off about about all this stuff about how, how jesus is made up and and uh, I, I don't know if I could even, like, remember all, all this stuff that he talked about, but it was it was a beautiful thing. See, I want to have, like, I have, you know, empathy and respect enough for, for religions, right? Uh-huh. Like, I, I know that in the eyes of, of many people, I have a really weird religion. <laughs> and so, like, I try to be kind. Yeah. And so, like, it's like, cool, okay. If you want to believe some of those things, like, fine. But the thing that's never made sense to me about Hebrew Israelites is... A lot of their doctrine, which centers on the Bible being fake, yeah, it draws from verses from the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> like if all they believed was that like African people were were Israelites, okay, but but that's certainly not what they believe. Yeah. Anyway, have you, have you ever heard of Yakub? Uh. Uh-uh. I I don't know exactly like what what group it's like it's like from. But it's like it's from those same kind of people that that insist that that like all all these like ethnicities and like countries were originally like black, originally like African, and like there there's this myth that they made up that like I don't know six thousand years ago there was a guy named Yakub who created white people. He just spawned them. <laughs> yeah, he, he that, that's the origins of of white people to them. Interesting. Yeah, and I've seen images of him, and it's just like this this African guy, and he looks mostly Nordic, but he's just got this, like this massive, weird looking head. <laughs> Let me see if I can find a picture for you. We're, we're treading dangerous territory, Mason. <laughs> we should so. go back to the list. <laughs> we will. We will. Uh. <laughs> I've I've found an an article from uh from extremismterms.adm.org Yakub Yakub is the name of the evil black scientist who according to the <laughs> Nation of Islam allegedly created the oh, white race Oh it's the race. Nation of Islam? I don't think it's it's Islam itself. Well no no it's not. Like they they're like a subgroup. Yeah. Who who allegedly created the white race thousands of years ago through a grafting process. No, like I've I've watched a lot of their videos on YouTube. It's very similar to the Hebrew Israelite. Yeah. It's very funny. Do you get a picture? Oh that's ah, okay. I can, no, just, I, I can look it up later. No, I will pull it up. But okay. Maybe give, while, give while us you the pull next up, one. Yeah. Well, well we got to give our. Oh wait, we already did give our our personal scores for. Crime this this is this is Yakub. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> why does his head look like that? I know that's where the white people came from. It's big brain. He was yeah. so big brain. Okay. Uh, the next one is mice and rats. Okay. This one we can go very fast through. True. Actually, the next two mice and rats. I don't care. Um, I mean, they do spread like disease. Yeah. And I like, think that's like the the only reasonable part about being afraid of them. I personally wouldn't own. I mean, I do. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I was gonna say that this is I very topical put, for us. I wouldn't put them in my house. No. That's I why would, we put them in Andrea's yes, house. Yes, I will put them in my girlfriend's house. Yeah. She can have those. But like, okay, we I think we've mentioned this, but we we own several rats. True. And they they're nice. They're just little dudes. They're not like scary. What's your rat's name? My my rat's name is Vivian. Oh, my name is or my rat's name is Bridget. Ah. And then Andrea's rat's name is Brody. Yeah. Brody. Yeah. Mm. But like, it, they're nothing to be afraid of. They're just little dudes. 
and you know, come the spring, maybe early summer, <laughs> I will let Bridget free to have <laughs> the most beautiful 24 hours of her life. Until she inevitably dies. You know, but like she needs the experience of living outside of a cage. True. Before a hawk comes and and kills her. Yeah. So I think I think reasonableness, rats, mice, I think I give it a three. I think I also give it a three. Yeah. Me personally, I'm not afraid of them. They make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I give it a two. Yeah, I, I think I'll give it a two because, like, wild rats can be, like, okay. different. Oh, I've been thinking about domesticated rats as well. Yeah. Wild rats, I'm going to say four. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. If, like, you find, like, rats, like, in your house or something or, yeah, not yeah. good. Uh, The next one is dogs. Dogs. I love dogs. I love dogs, but they're also very bad, scary dogs. This is true. On a, okay. So tell me your opinion about this. Like I, I see very often people, especially online, um, you know, making the case that people that dislike pit bulls specifically are the ones in the wrong. And like I, I understand that we shouldn't throw like a blanket over, you know, the entire group of anything. Yeah. Right. But uh, I, I don't know if this makes me sound doggist, but pit bulls are bad. I don't like them. They they kill people and they like maul and mutilate children. See, like I know what you're where you're coming from, like but I also agree. Like that what? It, that generally they're a lot worse than other dogs. Yeah, no. And I I don't know like what what leads to that, but like they all, they have all a the lot time more aggression. when you see like in the news of of like people children being yep. killed it's almost always these pit bulls it's a pit bull you know a doberman like the, yeah. the big aggressive powerful scary dogs they just attract people who raise them and treat them poorly in their aggressive this and is bad. true like i mean again not to generalize everyone but like if i'm an aggressive person like i'm going to be drawn to an aggressive dog yeah and i'm not going to treat the aggressive dog the right way an aggressive dog will be bad. Yeah. Gr- growing up, the house I grew up in, in in California, we had like a little fence and a gate before like the front door of our house. And so like, you know, there, there was like the little gate there. And our neighbors, they they had a couple pit bulls that would sometimes just be out running on the street. Oh, and like yeah? before, like I could go somewhere, like sometimes they would just be like sitting there outside the gate, like just like outside. Just waiting the, yeah. For you. Like I couldn't like leave. I was like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Laying in wait, ready to prey upon you. No, for real. So I can see, like, sca- and, like, also, like, I'm trying to say this in the, in the best way possible. Like, yeah. like, missionaries that go to, like, countries with lots of stray dogs. Yeah. Like, that's a scary thing. Yeah. You know? They probably may have disease. You know, they... Very aggressive. Very aggressive. I never had to deal with that on my mission. I did not. But I, I've certainly heard stories from my brother in Ecuador throwing rocks at stray dogs chasing them kicking stray dogs yeah. that like are attacking them yeah so like i can see the reasonableness of it i'm gonna say i'm gonna say like for a scary dog a pit bull like that is a five you know or a six that's pretty reasonable like like an aggressive pit bull yeah i give that like an eight okay no you're right okay like an aggressive dog that is scary yeah. and is currently doing something scary. Yeah. Sure. That's an eight. Yeah. For like any other dog, like for just normal dogs, like a two. A two. Yeah. Like some people are like afraid of any dogs. Old dogs, yeah. Like they'll they'll come in, oh, you know, oh, dog. Yeah. No, of course not. Dogs love you. I, th- I, th- I think a little goofy, like when people point to like, like pit bulls or other breeds as like being very aggressive, they say, well, you know, these other like small dogs like chihuahuas, like, you know, they, they bite a lot, but like. 
Chihuahuas don't kill people. No, they don't have like near the same bite force. They they will they will nip at you. Yeah, because they're just I don't know. Sometimes dogs are like that. <laughs> they're little rat dogs. <laughs> you can kick it across the room if you'd like to. Don't please. But I'm begging nice to you. dog. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I'm gonna say like in general the average is five. Sure. Or four, but like if you get like spooky dogs, like sure. Bumper eight. up. Yeah. yeah. All right, the next one is needles. Yeah? This one means a lot to me. <laughs> I don't like needles. I yeah. never have, um, and I never will. I I think, I don't know, when I was, like, in first grade, I think, I got this, like, really bad infection mm-hmm. in my digestive system that somehow was a result of something bad that they did when they took my tonsils out. Mm. And no one, none of these doctors could figure out, like, what it was. And so I went to, I don't know, 10, 12 different places, and they would draw my blood over and over again. And this this was all in the, the course of like a couple weeks, you know, mm-hmm. a week and a half. And I think that just set me up on this course for hating all and every needle. Every needle? Doesn't matter? Like I can do a sh- like a vaccine, like a shot. Like yeah. I just look away and it's over. Okay. But you draw my blood, whew, and, I can't, and I can't look. I won't look at the vaccine going yeah. in. You know, I think I think I've only ever had my blood drawn for medical purposes like once. Really? Yeah, I think I think it was I was like a senior in high school, and they were testing if I had mono, and I did in fact have mono. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, like my sister is the same way as you. She hates needles. Yeah. Like getting like a shot or vaccine, like she will she will cry. She will be like so afraid. But okay, let's not let's not say she's just like me. Okay, I don't cry and scream. <laughs> she, she I just, just look away. She's just like me for real. No, but I uh, I don't really have a problem with needles personally. Yeah, like donating plasma, which mm. like you know I I, I do on occasion. Yeah, like it's not my favorite experience because like it's just like a little uncomfortable. Yeah, but I'm not like I don't mind the needle. You know that was that was the thing that I was gonna bring up. So yeah, like, we have had a lot of opportunities to go donate plasma in fact we're doing it today (laughs) and i and i always always love it when we can find a reason not to go because we're doing it as much as i love the money it is such an uncomfortable experience for me like this needle sitting in my arm for an hour like it you know my anxiety when I'm there is high, and so it creates pain that doesn't exist. Uh-huh. But, like... like psychosomatic yeah. things, yeah. So, like, it, it probably doesn't hurt nearly as bad as I think it does. But, like, I will not look at my hand for an hour. You know, I I can't focus on anything on my phone for an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to just turn on a video and just watch it to take my mind off it, but I, I can't. But, yeah, that, that's what I do. I, I, I feel for you. See, like the like, the most uncomfortable part for me... Is like when they put the needle in, like after that I'm chilling. Like they put they put like the IV in. It's like okay, that that wasn't great, but I'm gonna be chilling now. Yeah. And also, <laughs> probably like the worst experience all is when like they prick your finger and then they're just like mashing your blood to get your your blood out to test it. See, I can deal with that one though. Yeah. I just I look away. It takes less than a second, and they pull the blood out and it's fine. See, for me, it's not like the needle or anything. It's just like the the pain or the like being uncomfortable. I like I look every time like I'm they're putting a needle in me. Like you ever. do? Yeah, I don't mind that. Oh, ugh, I can't do that, bro. <laughs> I could not do that. Yeah, I'm remembering that there's like this episode. Did you ever watch like Sesame Street when you were a kid? Yeah. Like, there's this episode of Elmo's World, like the sec the segment at the end of Sesame Street where mm-hmm. it's just like Elmo in his room, and they had this episode where like they. They were talking about vaccines, and they showed, like, probably along to a song, 
of a bunch of children just getting vaccines, and it was horrifying for me. <laughs> it, it scarred you? I did not watch that. Oh, man. The rest of that episode. Yeah. I don't know. Ne- needles just, just aren't a big thing for me. Okay. Reasonableness? Three. I mean, you're right. Like, they're not going to kill you. Yeah. You know? So probably three or four. For me, though, I'm going to say seven. Yeah. I mean, I can understand a young child being, like, really afraid <laughs> of, like, needles. Okay, buddy. <laughs> I mean, tell me that's wrong. No, like, I won't. Th- this child knows that it's it's going to hurt a little bit, and they're scared. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh, for me, I give it, like, a one or a two. Oh, big man. Oh, big boy. You can Oh, you can deal with the needles. Grr, green needle. <laughs> you seen okay. that video? Yeah, what, what was the other oh, one? I'm trying to remember. Green needle. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But it sounded like two things. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys heard at home, but I just said the word uh, bussin' mushroom. <laughs> green needle. Did you hear that? I did. Bussin' mushroom. Bussin' Needle. Mushroom. Okay. <laughs> 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 that's the name of our episode today. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's that's needles done with. True. Ne- next on the list is the unknown. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Very intangible. Yeah, very, very, I don't know, philosophic. Very esoteric. Yeah. Existential. True. What do you think? I think, I mean, I can think like... Like pseudo intellectually being really afraid of the unknown, just like thinking really hard about it and going, oh, so scary. We we don't know what, what's out there, what's what's gonna happen. But I don't think it's like a very reasonable or tangible thing to be worried about in everyday life. So I'll agree that it it's not a helpful thing to be afraid about, mm-hmm. right? I I do see the reasonableness to an extent. So, like, I, I often have pretty bad anxiety about, like, the future in general, the mm-hmm. unknown, right? What's going to happen? And my brain goes into these these cycles, these dangerous cycles of just, yeah. like, focusing on it too much. And it goes around and around in a spiral, you know, and it's not good. So, like, I can see why it's not helpful. And I can see why it's not a good idea to focus on it. But, like, sometimes it is reasonable to go sure. oh man what is the future gonna hold it's so unknown mm-hmm. so i don't know i think i think if you're in a in a situation where you know like things aren't guaranteed it's not going to be easy i think that's reasonable yeah like to worry about that but i think like you know if you've got you've got things you know somewhat figured out somewhat stable i think it's you know not not super reasonable to just be just be super worried about you know what's going what's going on that's fair okay Let's just give this one a score and move on. I I say reasonable, a five. It's it's very middle for me. Yeah, I'll give it a four or five. Okay, and then how much does it affect you? Say three or four. Yeah, I'm gonna say six. Okay. I I think we've just got a lot of the ones that that speak to me near the top, but yeah. But I've been looking down this list and there's not a whole lot more. Mm, okay. 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 What is the next one? Next on the list is spiders. Mm, I don't... Okay, do you like spiders? No, people who like spiders are weird. Yeah, no, okay. See, this is what I was going to say. Yeah. That there's a spectrum, and it's a very interesting... Mm-hmm. An interesting little curve that, like, normal people have moderate to severe dislike of spiders. Mm-hmm. People who are, like, deathly afraid of spiders, like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But people who enjoy or like or think spiders are cute, like, that's way worse. No, that's... What's wrong with you? There was, like, this chick that I worked with over the summer... 
that like loved spiders so much and she had like a bunch of pet spiders not like I mean she obviously had like some tarantulas but she yeah. had like legitimate spiders that she kept as pets wild and it, yeah she also had like a a ferret she was weird <laughs> She I was mean, a crystal girl. We were talking about crystal girls. We yeah. were. I mean, I think like a ferret's a lot. It's decently normal. She walked it to work on a leash. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was his name? He died. Oh, and rest she was in very peace. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think with spiders, there there's a disconnect because like they're kind of like they're scary. They have a scary presence, but at the same time, like they're probably not gonna bite you or do anything to you. Yeah, I think one thing that makes it less scary is its size. Yeah. But like anyone should be able to admit that that thing at a larger scale would be absolutely horrifying. And like some spiders that are bigger are horrifying. Like spiders are are scary looking dudes. Yeah. You know? And like thick hairy boys like tarantulas and like all those other ones. Terrible. I, so me personally I, I think the sleek shiny spiders are scarier than the hairy ones. That's fair. You know? Like oh it shouldn't look like that. Yeah, like like what well, one specifically? Like a black widow, like yeah. they're shiny, bro. That's like fair. Like in the sunlight, they will glisten. What what kind of black widows do you have in Utah? We don't have like a lot of them. Like if we do, then they're on like uh like wood piles and stuff. Yeah. But like I've I've definitely seen several. What what I've, do they look like in Utah? Because I know there's like several different kinds. Yeah, there's different varieties. Um, they're definitely smaller ones. They're not like large ones mm-hmm. and their their butts are bulbous but not like stupidly large compared to their head all right what, what do you call them the thorax and the, what's the yeah, other part? abdomen Ab- yeah something like that yeah but i've seen larger ones in idaho yeah several of them yeah and the the kind in california that we have where, where i grew up i don't know if they're they're different than the ones you're thinking of but they have these these big like black bulbous like yeah like back ends yep. and then just like the red hourglass on yep. them and like you like just you could find them just like on your fence outside on the yeah. outside of your house. You you would just see them around. Yeah. So like I know as a child I saw them plenty. So I don't know that I'm particularly afraid of them. Yeah, I mean like, and it's kind of similar to snakes. Where like if you get bit by something that is venomous like this, like they have anti venoms for all of them. Yeah. So like you'll probably be okay. Mm-hmm. But like it's. The situations where that might not be the case. I think I think like the situation is is like key in like if you're afraid of a spider. Yeah. If I see like a black widow on my fence, I'm gonna say okay. If I find a black widow on in you? my shoe, yeah, it's different. Yeah. No, seriously. The biggest spider I've ever seen with my own two eyes. I don't know how old I was. Yeah. But I like I was inside my house and I like reached into my shoe and I felt something like cold and Ugh. wet. What? Yeah, and I like I pull out like my hand, and this absolutely massive spider comes out. Like it's got, uh, a, got like that big. Yeah, not good. And like my mom like takes like a napkin and like smashes it with a pot. <laughs> it was like that big of a spider. That's nuts, bro. No, it was it was stupid, brother. I don't know. I don't like spiders. I'm yeah. gonna say reasonableness, like a four. Like they're not gonna maybe a three. I get. Really? I feel like I feel like it'll go higher than that. I'll give it like a five or a six. Well, but 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 like remember, we're talking reasonableness versus how afraid we are. Like it's not reasonable to be afraid of of spiders in general, right? There's there's very few varieties that can actually do real damage. Mm-hmm. Like they're scary looking. They're not gonna hurt you. But like okay, for example, I'm gonna say reasonableness is like three. 
but I am a, maybe a six or a seven afraid of spiders. I feel like I stick with like a five with reasonable with reasonableness with spiders. I feel like it's pretty middle of the road. Okay. Personally, I feel like yeah, I'll give it like a six. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Moving on. Let me pull my phone back out. Ooh. What do we have? Oh, claustrophobia, fear of confined spaces. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's <laughs> one you always hear about. It's like a classic phobia. But yeah. do you know anybody who's like claustrophobic? I mean, okay. E- I do. Yeah? It's me. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm of course gonna, I know him. He's me. He's me. I'm going to define it a little bit better than sure. this, though. Like, I don't have a. F- so, uh, again, not really a fear, more of a discomfort, but it's mm-hmm. not about like. A small room like an airport or an airplane bathroom like whatever you know like that's not a confined it's space about for like being trapped it's about being trapped yeah and so for example like in fact i had a dream about this last night brother yeah that i was like crawling through a very tight tube or like a tunnel man and, in cave no absolutely <laughs> and a person was coming in behind me so like i was trapped like there was no way i could get out like yeah. there was a person behind me i like oh so uncomfortable. Yeah. I can't do that. Like, that will make me go, nope, nope, nope. All right, all right, all right. And then I'll, I will climb out. But, like, Man in Cave is such an uncomfortable, like, documentary for me to watch because of the claustrophobia. Yeah. I mean, I, I can understand you the can fear see that, of right? being trapped. Yeah, 100%. It's, for me, it's not about confined spaces. It's the fear of being trapped. It's just getting stuck. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? No, I, I, I can respect that. Like, I feel like I feel similarly, but maybe to a bit of, like, a lesser degree. It's not something that, like, actively gives me, like, anxiety or something. Like, I, I worry about that much. But I think it's it's moderately reasonable. I'm just, uh, I'm going to pause for one quick second. Yeah. Got to recognize a very important very important person in my life, someone who is hopefully listening at home. Uh, I just got a text from Andrea. Yeah. Who says, I know you're podcasting right now. Don't want to bug you. But she just got an internship offer. Really? At like a cool place. Where at? So um, let me see. At Voya Financial. Oh. Very cool. They they want to call her to, quote, share some exciting news. Okay. Regarding an offer. So she got it, bro. That's kind of hype. That is. So, uh, no, you did not bug us, Andrea Geddes. Good job. We yeah. are proud of you. Also, like 10 minutes ago, my, my mom called and I didn't pick up, but I will call her directly after. <laughs> call her right now on the cast. Uh, I shan't. <laughs> That'd be kind of a funny bit, bro. Do it. Nah. <laughs> we could ask your mom about the next one, which is social <laughs> situations. <laughs> That's such a broad one. That's true. Uh, we'll do fear of the dark. Yeah? Call your mom. Right now, I'm I, serious. I, I don't think I will. I'll call my mom. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna ask her about how afraid she is of the dark. Will you do it if I do it for a different one? Uh, you know, maybe not. <laughs> Fine, maybe a different maybe a different episode. We yeah, can we, have, we can involve our we parents. Can, we can call our parents in. I think it'd be a funny bit. Uh, yeah, that would be decent. But I won't do it if you don't do it. Yeah. Um, Are we doing the dark? Let's let's choose. Let's see. We we got a few more minutes. Yeah, we let's don't choose have like too, too much four time. or five more. Grind them out and then call it a day. Okay, well, what's a a good one we're feeling? Um, let's not do snakes. Snakes very similar to the the spiders. Yeah, same question. same kind of principles. I mean, very scary looking. I don't like snakes. <laughs> snakes. I hate Why snakes. is it always snakes? See, I've, I've never seen those movies. No, they're they're good. You should watch them. I feel like. See, now I'm talking about snakes. Like, if it's not venomous, I'm not yeah. particularly afraid of a snake. 
Snake bites can hurt, though, even well, if they don't have venom. Yeah, but, like, a moderately sized snake, like, if it bites you, you're literally going to be so fine. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, like, two, two little needles stick. It's like getting getting stabbed with a couple thumbtacks. Yeah. Not something I'd like, though. Well, sure, but it's not... <laughs> I'm, I'm not, like, deathly afraid of, like, a non-venomous snake like that. Fair. Let's talk about the fear... No, let's talk about the fear of the dark. Yeah? Were, were you afraid of the dark when you were a kid? I don't know that it was afraid of the dark. I might have been afraid of, like, things I associated with the dark. Like what could be hiding in the dark? Yeah, I remember... I don't know if I've I've mentioned this on the podcast. I remember, like, as a child, like, watching, like, the Lord of the Rings movies and being afraid of Gollum. I also remember... I also remember... For for I was afraid of Randall from Monsters Inc. Oh yeah, when I was a very young child, uh-huh. spooky. He, I mean, out of all of the monsters in that movie, like I think he's the only one that doesn't, in some way, kind of look cuddly. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like all the other monsters, you could be like, yeah, I could be buddies with them, but he's like kind of slimy looking. Yeah, conniving, gross. How, how how do you feel about the dark, Ethan? The dark, I don't know. Probably very similar. I I was kind of afraid of the dark when I was a kid. Um. And so, like, I would always have, like, my door open, like, semi-ajar with, like, a hall light on or something. Yeah. But, like, you know, obviously not in the last <laughs> 10 years. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, as an adult, not reasonable. There. Have you ever had, like, sleep paralysis? No. You've never, like, been, you know, trapped and seen some Your some sleep figure. paralysis demon? Yeah. Neither have I. But, like, there are times where, like... Maybe I have a fever or something, and like I maybe hallucinate in the middle of the night, and I see figures moving around in the dark. Uh-huh. Like that's an uncomfortable and unsettling experience. Sure. But in general, <laughs> this is kind of a, a funny little thing that I think of sometimes. I guess one reason why I'm afraid of the dark sometimes is I'm, especially when I was younger, was worried that like a killer would come in and murder me. Yeah. Like, and I wouldn't see him, right? But I would always say, well, if I was a killer and I was coming into this person's house looking to murder somebody would would I really be the one that got murdered first let's let's look at like the floor plan of my house <laughs> no he'd probably go into my siblings room and kill I, them I, first. I I would think I would think stuff like that as well so like you like, know I I okay I probably when hear he, that when he enters the room like where's he looking first that's it's not exactly right yeah because in my current you know bed space like if a murderer walks in the room Michael will dead. see Michael first yeah <laughs> and he will kill Michael first <laughs> he will not know that I'm there no <laughs> Anyway, I guess that that is a more like overarching fear to me than the dark is just yeah. like getting killed in my sleep or harmed in my sleep. And so it's unsettling in the mornings when I come out in the front room or like in the middle of the night to get like a drink or something and mm-hmm. our door is unlocked. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a scary ba- like a dark basement is scarier than most things in the dark. <laughs> Would you do that thing like when you turn run up the, the stairs? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, like as much as I hate to admit it, I still go kind of speedy fast. <laughs> it's I, true. I, no, I, I can respect that. Yeah. So well, it's not the dark. It's what might be there. What's with associated me. with yeah. the dark? Yeah. Ethan, do you think we have we have time for another? Should should we wrap it up here? Let's do two more. Yeah, really. We, we still have time. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's look. So, like, I will give you, I will give you th- four options, and you choose two, and we'll do them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, we got like flying, we got heights, we got ghosts, and we got bridges. Let's go. Let's go heights 
and ghosts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's do heights first. What about you? What do you think? I think heights can be spooky. Oh wait, wait, wait. We didn't we didn't rank the dark. Oh dark. I'm gonna uh, say reasonableness like for like an adult. Yeah. Uh two. Two. Uh how uncomfortable I am I? Like a four Three, maybe. Four. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Heights. Height. I think I think heights can be like spooky. If if it's in term of like maybe if you're gonna like go cliff jumping or, or something like that where like you're actively falling from a height, that could, that can be a little spooky. What Just, like, think? the anticipation of it. Yeah, I, I think especially so if, like, you're young, like, as a child, like, that. Or, like, maybe you're afraid of, like, roller coasters, like, going high, stuff like that. I guess for me, especially, like, when I was younger, and still now to some extent, when I see, like, a, a big drop-off, like, a you know, I'm at, at the edge of a cliff or something. Yeah. It's, it's the idea that if I took another step, I would die. Yeah. You know, like, there are some of these things that wouldn't kill you. Like, you know, most spiders wouldn't kill you. Yeah. That's that you're going to die. You're like when you're driving like on like a canyon road, stuff Absolutely, like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Or like on the edge of like a, a sheer cliff on one side. Yeah. Like, on like a hike. That's yeah. spooky. Like I need to be careful because if I do something, I dumb, will literally die. I will die. And I am like not ashamed to admit. I think I talked about it last week. I'm kind of a klutzy person sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I trip quite a lot, you know. And just how bad would that be if I tripped right now and right here? Like yeah. I, w- I would die. Yeah. So, like, I, I can see that. Um, I can see kind of the discomfort looking down and going, ooh. Like, I, I think it's a scary feeling, a scary sensation. Tell me if, like, you've experienced this. When, like, you are looking at something far away, especially down, mm-hmm. and, like, your field of view is filled with the faraway thing. Yeah. That's a really weird way to describe it. But, mm-hmm. like... Like, when I look around, the stuff down below me does not move. Yeah. You know? And everything up here does, but the stuff down there, because it's so far away, it doesn't move. And that's a scary sensation for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's pretty moderately reasonable. What I, would you call it? I feel like I might give it, like, a five. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a five too. Yeah, for me personally, maybe a six discomfort. I think I was thinking bump it up one for like a six, something like that. I this is very related, so we're we're just gonna quickly throw it in there. Flying on an airplane. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel about that? I'm not scared of flying. Neither am I. I used to be. Yeah. Very afraid of flying. How, how old were you when you like flew for the first time? As an infant. Okay. Like, I, like I, same. I fly. I fly very often. Yeah. Right? I've 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 met people. It's like yeah, I've never never been on a plane in my life. It's yeah. like oh. For I don't know. The f- probably the first 15 years of my life, it was one of my least favorite things. Really? It was flying in an airplane because it was always like, what if this happened? And what if this thing happened? Yeah. Because you don't have any control. True. You're so high up. I, I don't think, uh, like, when I was a kid, I didn't really worry about it like that. Because, like, I mean, it's the sa- like, by far, statistically speaking, by far the, the safest, safest way, mode of travel. Like, you're safer in an airplane than in your own kitchen. You're safer in an airplane than, you know, then we are sitting right here. Yeah. You know, so many worse things could happen so much more likely than, than being in an airplane. But here's the problem. Mm-hmm. If something does go wrong. You're like, dead. That's a problem. Yeah. You know, you're you're 30,000 feet up there. Yeah. What are you going to do? Die. I guess. Yeah. But it will be a fast one, hopefully. <laughs> I, it'll, it'll be scary leading up to your inevitable death. Oops. I kicked the microphone. Oh. That was bad. That was. Uh, okay, what's your what's your score for flying reason- slash heights? Uh oh, like oh wait, you already said how much heights yeah. affect you, yeah? We we already did heights. I think for flying reasonableness, two. Yeah, yeah. I I would say reasonableness 
bordering on zero. Yeah. There's no reason for you to be afraid of flying. Yeah. Like nowadays, like I watch out the window the whole time. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make me even the slightest bit uncomfortable. No. But like, sweaty palms for hours was how it used to be, <laughs> but not anymore. So zero. But for me, probably a one. I don't I'll know. give it a one. It's sometimes not the most comfortable experience depending mm-hmm. on who you're sitting by. True. <laughs> uh, ghosts. Ghosts. Um. What 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 are your what's your take on ghosts? Um, I think for me, I'm looking at it a, a very similar way as I was looking at the dark. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of this idea of like what unknown kind of mystical beings could be with you. Sure, in the dark, right? And so, like, how reasonable is it? Like, probably not very reasonable. Mm-hmm. Like, are ghosts real in the in the way that they're portrayed and? In you know cinema and like, yeah in I, media maybe not no I don't know but you know we we do believe in evil spirits sure. but I th- the thing the thing is like you're not gonna be affected by an evil spirit unless you're 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 doing things that would you know invite an evil spirit sure so yeah I I personally not afraid of ghosts but you know occasionally in the middle of the night when it's dark you know and uh, you, maybe you're seeing things like Ooh, yeah. what is that. <laughs> So probably not. I would yeah. say reasonableness two. Yeah, two, and I think personally I'll give like a one. I'll give it a two. Yeah, maybe a th- yeah two. All right, all right. I think what we've discovered is that a lot of common fears, as as you'd expect, right? Yeah, they're not like very reasonable mm-hmm. because you know you're gonna be fine for the most part. Yeah, you know, life life is okay, but like often like one's personal feelings about. A, a particular fear mm-hmm. they vary a little bit from from how reasonable it actually is yeah yeah i feel like a lot of people who have a certain fear they they can understand that it's not reasonable but mm-hmm. it just still affects them mm-hmm. yeah you know and it's not helpful to say to someone well that you know that's that's not reasonable like, <laughs> yeah you'll be okay like or something that grow up something that causes like fear or anxiety in someone like they just got to work through it yeah well i think that's all the time we have for today auto talk listeners Thank you for, for tuning in. You know, something that we're never afraid of is, is gaining your approval. Aww. Because we know you love us. Oh, we do. The same way that we love you. Yeah. Catch us again next time for another exciting episode of Auto Talk. My name has been Ethan. And my name has been Mason. And as always, Auto Talkers, roll out. Roll out.